847 on the crosstalk on WIZM. The ruling earlier this week by a federal appeals court allowed the federal government to withhold grant money to so-called sanctuary states, sanctuary cities, sanctuary locations, some are counties, uh, that refuse to cooperate with federal immigration authorities. It's an important victory. Uh, certainly it's not done because we all know that Democrats don't take no for an answer. We kind of set ourselves up for the next or one of the next topics to go before the U.S. Supreme Court. In the meantime, what? Our guest on the crosstalk this morning from uh, the uh, Tea Party Patriots, Jenny Beth Martin. Good morning. Thanks for talking with us. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me, Mike. And so uh, uh, states and cities around the country are told you cannot buck federal immigration law. You must follow the rules. Will they? Um, Well, I think that we're going to wind up watching this go to the Supreme Court before they decide whether they're going to actually obey the rules or not. But um, the the ruling was very important because it, it upholds that the federal government has the say in immigration laws, which is correct. Um, and it also reminds people that the federal government is supreme when there are disputes between the federal government's laws. The federal government is the one who who sets these particular laws and has supremacy. Um, so I think that this will go to the Supreme Court before we ultimately have our final decision on it. I think it is very important, though, right now, how the ruling turned out. And it's positive, not just for the Trump administration that's been fighting for this, but it's positive for the men and women who live in these cities who who want to make sure that they have safe cities and that their cities are not just a magnet for illegal immigrants who are also criminals. I'm I'm curious uh, because there is in, in, there's a couple of states, California and New Jersey, come to mind immediately, who don't want to follow federal guidelines, federal rules and regs. They want to be their own state in charge of they they want to secede, it seems, and be their own uh, state with their own rules. Maybe the federal government should step back and let states make their own kind of rules and regulations, and then pay for them themselves well um that would be that would certainly be one one way to do it one thing that i i thought of as you said that though is that we we have had a civil war in this country to in the resolution from the civil war is that we cannot states cannot secede from our country so um, they, they're bound by the constitution and the constitution gives us authority for immigration laws to the federal government and we have to obey the federal government's laws in this case look i i have never liked obamacare but i don't live in a uh, obamacare sanctuary city my my city and county and state government still have to abide by obamacare now there's wiggle room in how some of it can, could have been implemented over the years that was in the law itself but the law I'm, I'm bound to. So um, that is that is the nature of our country. If you don't like the laws, then elect new people who can change the laws. But you don't just get to ignore them. Um, there's one bill that's being introduced right now by Congressman Ted Budd and Senator Tom Tillis out of North Carolina. Both of them are out of North Carolina that would allow um, victims of crime committed by illegal immigrants 
in these sanctuary cities to be able to sue the sanctuary cities as well. And I think that's really important because it, it puts some of the pressure back on the sanctuary cities. If they are creating an environment that that makes their city more of a magnet for people who might commit violent acts um, and are here in this country illegally and they're not deporting those people who should be deported, then people who wind up being victims from from those those criminals should have some ability to to fight back, and this gives them another way to fight back against the sanctuary cities. Right. Uh, I, I live in a state that uh, allow, that has uh, sanctuary cities. Uh, a crime was perpetrated upon me by an illegal immigrant. I am suing you because the person who hurt me shouldn't even be here and only is because you illegally allowed it to happen, and uh, so we're going to court. How long do you think it'll be before we hear about that or those kind of cases? I'm sure there'll be more than one. Well, um, right now, this has been introduced as a bill, so I don't know. um, It's going to have to move through. I'll be very honest. I don't think that it's going to pass out of the House of Representatives right now. The Senate, it may pass out of, and then the House could refuse to take it up. But I think that this is something that if it doesn't pass right now and the makeup of Congress changes after the election, it is another um, another thing that we should be looking at um, to pass in a new Congress after the next election. Speaking of which, it, I, oh, go ahead. I, I just think I just think it's really important that if you're a victim, that you're able to get some of the damages caused back, because it's not just it isn't just the person who's perpetrating the crime against you. It's also the government that's creating that environment to allow them to to perpetrate the crime. Why do you suppose? I can't believe I'm actually going to ask this, but why do you suppose the media is uh, reluctant to uh, do stories on the uh, crimes that are being perpetrated by illegal immigrants, the difficulties that uh, cities uh, and states are having managing the health care and the education of their communities that include a large number of illegal immigrants and yet want more, want open borders. In fact, presidential candidates want to send plane tickets to those that they feel were illegally removed from this country and welcome them back, even the criminals. Um, it, it just blows blows my mind when I, I listen to you list it all, even though I know it uh, already. Um, I, I think that the Democrat Party has decided they are the party of open borders, and I, they just they do not respect American sovereignty the way that that we do and the way that President Trump does. And they they see the people who are coming into the country ultimately as potential voters for them. I think it's more than just potential voters for them, though. They just, they, they're diminishing. I just, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't understand it. You know, I just, I yeah. can't answer why they do it. I, I think it's so wrong that it's hard for me to put myself in their shoes to say this is why they're doing it. Open borders, welcome everybody, and then be able to afford to offer all of those people a place to live, health care, education, a job, open borders. And tell me what country on the planet has open borders? That, that allows anybody in, anytime, any, none. There is no 
There is no country that has no borders whatsoever that you can travel into and out of any time you want. None. So why is it that we have so many Democrats who think the United States should have open borders because we'll just make all the rich people pay for everything that all those other people don't have? 